Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We are all fascinated by ghost stories. Stories from beyond, stories that feel like there's just no explanation, but are so incredibly real to us. Today on Life, Death, and the Space Between, I have one of those stories that feels like a combination of life's biggest questions, premonitions, synchronicities, and signs. Ghost stories are your opportunity to share with me your incredible stories from beyond. So if you have a ghost story to share, please reach out at dramyrobbins.com and let me know your ghost story. Here's today's ghost story. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is a story I have been debating about writing for a long time now. It's a story about my dad's all too short and impactful life. My dad was a kind, fun-loving man with a need for speed. His Camaro and motorcycle were the ultimate signs of his love for all things powerful and fast. He was known to ride wheelies on his motorcycle the full length of a quarter-mile racetrack, and so high his rear end nearly dragged along the ground. But he was so much more than just a thrill-seeker. He loved animals, music, the outdoors, 
and above all, his family. It all began when I was nearly six years old. My parents went on a weekend camping and float trip with some family and friends. They all spent the weekend living it up, kid-free, enjoying each other's company, and as any young 20-something parents would do. After an exhausting but enjoyable day on the river, everyone went back to their tents for the night to get some rest so they could get up and do it all over again. However, a dream in the middle of the night set the ball rolling on a chain of events we could have never imagined. My dad uncharacteristically sat up in the middle of the night in an inconsolable panic. He had an awful dream where he was trapped. Something about this dream seemed so real and terrifying. It had shaken him to his core. He was eventually able to fall back asleep, and the next day, everyone went on with their weekend plans. After the trip, life resumed to its normal routine of work and taking care of my 10-month-old baby brother and I. My mom distinctively remembers a conversation she had with my dad right around that time. My dad mentioned he was going to purchase a kid's motorcycle helmet in the next week or two so that I could ride with him. He must have felt that I was finally old enough to begin to experience one of the things he so loved. The next weekend, I was at my aunt's house playing with my cousin. She's only a few months younger than me, so we always had a great time together. I remember being out on the patio jumping rope while my mom came to pick me up. She walked up from the car, got down on her knees in front of me, grabbed my hands, looked me in the eyes, and said, Daddy's been in a bad motorcycle accident. At the age of six, I couldn't fully comprehend exactly what that had meant, but I knew it was bad. The next few weeks were a blur. I can't remember much more than sitting in numerous waiting rooms with my grandma, playing tic-tac-toe and the box game on every piece of paper we could find. We're not sure the exact circumstances of the accident. We just know it was heard by people a great distance away from where it happened. My dad suffered a head injury from the accident. His life was saved because he was wearing a helmet. But he couldn't walk or talk and had lost all of his mobility. He was essentially trapped in his own body. I often wonder if that terrifying dream he had the weekend before was a premonition of things to come. Was his soul trying to prepare him for what was ahead in this difficult journey? I have heard some believe that we plan our lives and some of the experiences we have are so that others as well can grow and learn from them. Was he somehow recalling this plan? It seems unfathomable that someone would plan this But in order for myself to accept that life just isn't some cruel experience and nothing more, I choose to believe that is the case in this instance. For the next year, my dad spent time in rehab centers trying to regain his mobility and speech. After a year of hard, rigorous therapy, he gained back some limited function in his right arm and the ability to speak. He eventually came back home to where my mom continued to try and rehabilitate him on her own while taking care of a now seven and two-year-old. 
He never regained his ability to walk, sit up on his own, or any other mobility. Traumatic brain injury does more than just change you physically. He was, unfortunately, never the same mentally either. I know that the same kind, fun-loving man was there. I could see it in the way he looked at me, but unfortunately, the injury never let him fully come back. After a year more of my mom trying to do it all, understandably she couldn't, and my dad moved into a nursing facility. He bounced from facility to facility for the remainder of his life. Over the next few years, regular visits were made to the nursing home to see dad. These visits were never easy. For me, each visit was an emotional overload that literally made me sick. It was a constant reminder of what I was missing out on, not having my dad around. As a small child, I remember making the trip down the maze of corridors, being overtaken by the smell, hearing other people shouting from their rooms, passing people just sitting in the hall, some staring off absentmindedly. Others would get excited to see new people. They would almost chase you down the hall or yell, hey, little girl, at you from their rooms to try to get you to come in. The feelings of anxiety and sadness for each person in there was overwhelming. These experiences took such an emotional toll, and eventually the visits became less and less frequent and transitioned to mostly birthdays and holidays. It never got any easier visiting dad as I got older. I felt such guilt each and every time I hugged and kissed him goodbye. He had the same look of sadness in his eyes. Each visit left me with a feeling of losing him all over again. I can only imagine how my dad must have felt. I always look back wishing I could somehow have done things differently. But I think at some point, we're all just trying to survive. Not only did our visits with dad become less frequent, but visits from other family members faded or disappeared altogether. Visits with members of my dad's side of the family started to fade for my brother and I. When we did see them on a rare occasion, you could feel their sadness when they looked at us. It was a look of pity, and you could tell we were a sad reminder for them of what happened to him. Over the next 18 years, I struggled watching my friends and classmates grow up with their dads by their side. I felt angry and cheated by what I was missing out on. As I grew into an adult, I knew I couldn't live with that anger anymore. And I began to look at this experience a little bit differently. I began to look at my dad's injury as a sacrifice he made for our family to learn and grow from. I began to ask how different our lives would have been if he hadn't been in that accident. What would have happened if he had been able to get that kid's helmet? Would it be my brother or myself in the nursing home with him? Would I even be the person I am today? Would I have met my now husband and have my family? I consider myself to be a very empathic and understanding person, and I don't know if I would have been that way without these experiences. He may not have been able to be a father in the traditional sense, but he shaped my life for the better in so many unimaginable ways. The last time I visited my dad was to tell him I was engaged. In his usual joking self, he called my ring a pebble and then told me he was sad. He was losing his little girl. 
I told him he'd never lose me. After visiting for a while, I kissed him goodbye and told him I loved him. He looked at me with those same sad eyes as I walked out the door. A few weeks later, I was shopping with a friend and her grandmother had just passed away. While discussing life and death with her, I mentioned that we hadn't had a death in a while, but I think the next one will be my dad. I don't know where this came from. It just flew out of my mouth. I think maybe most of my soul knew that it was time for him to go. A week later, I got a call that my dad was dying. My now husband rushed me to the nursing home, but I was too late. We didn't make it in time to say goodbye. I told myself he didn't want me to be there and see that part. A part of me also thought he was waiting to go until he knew I was going to be taken care of. His passing was a mixed emotions of devastation that he was gone and relief that he was no longer trapped. After leaving the nursing home, I went to be with my mom and, her, and my brother. As we sat around talking and processing the loss, I began to look for distractions. On the desk was an envelope of developed photos. My mom used to take tons of photos, but stopped after my dad's accident. So I was intrigued by this envelope. I asked her what the pictures were from. She said they were taken from a recent float trip we had taken. I asked her if I could look at them. And as I opened the envelope and pulled out the stack, my eyes rested on one photo at the top, and I burst into tears. These were not photos from the float trip. These were photos taken at my brother's high school graduation just a few months before. His graduation was the first time in years my dad got to leave the nursing home. The photo was of me crouched down in front of the open passenger car door looking at the camera and my dad in the front seat of the car looking at me, smiling. I knew this was his way of telling me he was all right. He was no longer trapped and that he would be okay. To this day, this picture still brings me great comfort. In the 17 years since my dad's passing, I have looked for signs and wished for dreams. In that time, I have only had one dream of him. In that dream, my family and I were preparing a Thanksgiving meal in a beautiful 1920s bungalow. It was picture perfect and everyone was so happy. Unexpectedly, the doorbell rang, and I rushed to answer it. Upon opening the door, there he was. He was healthy and whole, standing there smiling with his arms outstretched. I jumped at him for a hug that I swear I could still feel to this day and burst into tears. Just as soon as the tears began in my dream, those tears flowed in real life and woke me from my sleep. I have never had a dream feel as real as that one since. I can only imagine that it felt as real to me as his dream of being trapped did to him. I am so grateful for that visit and I continue to hope that he will visit me in my dreams one day again. Some of the things I have shared in this story are things I have never shared before. Sharing this has been a difficult yet therapeutic experience, to say the least. The box of Kleenex I murdered while writing it 
might see things a little differently, though. Looking back on this story and the impact it has on my life, I can only hope that it may help someone else out there going through something similar. I wholeheartedly believe there's something good to come from every difficulty we experience. You just have to make the choice to look for it. Every event can change the trajectory of our lives and shape us into who we are. Let the changes be for the good. Use the pain of your experience to make a positive difference. If not in the lives of others, at least in the life of you. That in itself can make the world a better place. Wow. That was such an incredible ghost story. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for taking the time for the therapeutic aspect of this. I know it can be so incredibly hard to share, and yet in telling our stories, we heal ourselves, and we also heal those around us. So if you have a ghost story to share, please reach out, dramyrobbins.com. If you've shared a ghost story and it has not been shared yet, on the show. It might be because it just wasn't long enough. And so we likely reached back out to you. And if you did not respond, then we will not be able to air your ghost story. If you are thinking of sharing a ghost story, make sure it's about one, about one and a half to two pages single spaced. That's really the best way to ensure that your ghost story will get shared on the show. So thank you all so much for listening. Thanks for sharing and I look forward to sharing more ghost stories with you soon. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.